You are listening to part two of this audio message by our global lead pastor, Gideon Dancer. In this message, he delves deeper, building upon the foundation of part one of this audio series. If you haven't yet listened to the first part, we will strongly encourage you to do so. And if you already have, get ready for a word that will shift you from where you are to where you spiritually belong. Number two, the second character of God I'd like you to examine. We'll examine three quickly and I'll go to his word. Are you blessed today? The second reason why God cannot lie. And it's characterized that God is holy. He's holy. Sometimes we get confused. Holiness is not what you do. Holiness is a state. Become a child of God, you are holy. Also, God is holy. He's holy, so he can't lie. First Samuel chapter 2, verse 2 says. First Samuel 2 and 2 Bible says, There is none holy as the Lord. There is none beside thee. Neither there is any rock like our God. Our God is holy. Holy. Have you walked to a room and you never expected to meet somebody you admire, somebody you respect? You open the door and this person you respect and this person that you dream about and desire to meet is sitting in the room quietly and is smiling at you. What do you do? He's holy. Our God is holy. Isaiah didn't know him until he met him. The day Isaiah met God, he said, he's holy. What is the word holy? Look at why God cannot lie. He's holy. The word holy means he's sacred. Set apart. Takes things. Our God is sacred. He's set apart. He's distinct. Don't even try to compare our God with other gods. Don't do it. Don't do it. The opposite of God is not Satan. God has got no opposite. Maybe the opposite of Michael is Satan. But God is in a class of his own. That's why when the world broke out in heaven, he did not fight Satan, Lucifer. Because it is below the dignity of the creator to fight his creation. So when there was war in heaven, God step aside and said, Michael, take charge. Deal with him. He's below me. I don't fight my creation. Your God is sacred. He is distinct. Your God is unique. He is holy. There is no sin in him. He is God all by himself. Come on, check yourself. You watch a movie and try to describe God. No movie can describe him. You watch what? A story. A prophecy. We prophesy in part. And we see in part. What are you talking about? Don't you read the Bible every day? And the more you read, you find out that you, you don't even understand the Bible. His understanding is unsearchable. His way are in the sea. As heaven are higher than the earth, so are his ways higher than and his thought our thought. Our God is sacred. He's holy. He's unique. Leave him alone. Trust him. Even when you are, even if you are under breaking and pressure, trust him. He knows what he's doing. Your God cannot lie. He's holy. Holy. He has no opposition. He has no challenger. He has no competition. No. 
Oh, no, Satan. He, Satan is not his class. He can't fight God. He's a joker. Understand scriptures. And I'm not saying underestimate Satan. But don't compare Satan to God. Don't try it. Don't have Satan phobia. And know that your God is in a class of his own. He's holy. And finally, the third character that missed God not to lie is that our God is immutable. He's immutable. Malachi chapter 3 verse 6 says, Malachi 3 and 6, the Bible said, For I am God, I am the Lord, I change not. Therefore, ye sons of Jacob are not consumed. In other words, I change not. Our God cannot change. He is the unchangeable changer. He changes life, but he doesn't change. He changes situation. He changes family. He changes story. And he will change coronaviruses in. He is the unchangeable changer. He changes stuff, but he himself, he doesn't change. He does not change. What do I mean by that? Have you seen people change? Have you seen people become different as they grow? Have you seen people, when they were younger, as they grow, they slow down. They become some way. Sometimes, you look at your father, like, ah, what's happening to my father? Like he's forgetting things. Ah, it's like he's become very, very, some way he's always angry, always upset. Or he has lost his cool, or 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 sometimes people grow, they wrinkle, their face change. I mean, you know what I'm talking about? They they begin to melt. You know, I I I am looking myself and I'm seeing all kinds of gray, and I'm like, I mean, I, I say, that's a change. It's a change. But our God does not change. Because when people change, or when people grow, they change in character. Lots of people can start good and they will end bad. They can start speaking truth and they start lying. They can be great when they were young and as they grow, they lose their cool. Or they start slow and as they grow, become better. All kinds, but as for your God, he's not subjected to old age or to young age. He is not subjected to whether he's young or old. Our God is God all by himself. He doesn't change. He doesn't get power and change his word. Your God is faithful. He does not change. He's immutable. Always the same. Same yesterday. Same today. And same forever. He's immutable. The last point I want to establish. It's God's way. I said, we are examining God's character. In character, we have examined that he's faithful and that our God is holy and that our God is immutable. Then the second thing that you will figure out, you used to check whether somebody can lie is their words. What do they say? Do they mean it? Do they do what they say? Check their words. And I want to talk to you about God's way. Ha, lakutakataya. God's word, his word reveals that he cannot lie. Ah, God's, God is his word. John chapter 1, verse 1, the Bible said, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. God is his word. In other words, you can't separate God and his word. He is his word. He is committed his word. He speaks his word. And if you want to know God, check God's word. He is his word. This means that we cannot separate him from his word. The entirety of the word of God is truth. 
Psalms 119, verse 160 says, Psalm 119, verse 160, the Bible said, Thy word is true. From the beginning, everyone righteous and judgment endures forever. Thy word is true. Thy word is true. I'm not talking about facts. I'm talking about truth. Sometimes confuse facts and truth. When I look at this coronavirus season, look at how many facts that have come out. Look at the lies in the facts. First they say it's not transmissible from human to human. First they say it's airborne. It's not airborne. First they say it, is, it can't come to Africa. Black people. All kinds of stories. Some from organizations. Some from leaders. Some from people who just wanted to, 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 to give some kind of hope to people. And yet it's all factual. But there's difference between fact and truth. Judges work with fact. God work with truth. That's why people are in prison innocently. Because they were in prison because somebody looked at facts and couldn't see truth. And the Bible says he shall not judge by the seeing of his eye nor by the hearing of his ears. Your God doesn't do hearsay. Don't worry about what people are saying about you. Don't worry about what, what stuff is flying. What lie is flying about you in print media, electronic media, and social media. Your God does not do hearsay. Your God is not part of the gossip. Your God is the God of truth. He knows you. He knows you by character. He knows your heart. He even knows the number of the hair on your head. God means what he says. He says what it means. God has exalted his word even above all his name. Psalm 138 verses 2. This means that the word of God is the primary determinant of his identity. In other words, if you want to know God, go and check his word. If you want to figure out God, go and check what he says. There is nothing that defines God than his word. God's word creates. God's word creates. I say God's word creates. Uh, Psalm 33 verse 6 says, Psalm 33 and the verse must say, by the word of the Lord, where the heavens made and the host of them by the breath of his mouth jump to the number nine right now for he spake and it was done he commanded and he stood fast God's word create everything we see in this word was created by God's word in other words but for his word there will be no heaven nor earth there will be no sun nor leaves nor trees nor animals nor even us he spoke us before he formed us God's word create what do I mean by that when God gives you a word expect that the word he gave will create what he said in other words if God said go it means even there's a wall the wall will fall down for a way to be made I declare today God's word is creating your healing creating your deliverance creating your miracle his word create what was not there when he speaks it it come into existence when Jesus said Peter launch the deep Peter said master we have told all night and I've got nothing but I die well the fish was not there but when he spoke long to the deep suddenly there was a creation and multiplication and the gathering of fish I declare tonight what is not there is coming to manifest
manifestation. I declare peace, be still. I declare joy. I declare healing. I declare deliverance. What was not there is showing up by the word of God. Receive the word. God said to Ezekiel, if you want to see what you don't see, just speak it. Just prophesy. Just decree it. And he said, as I prophesy, bones began to join bones. And neck to neck, spine to spine, leg to leg, flesh came, sinus came, and the breath of God came. What do you want to see? Just speak it. Just decree it. Speak the word of God. That's what about in the last days. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. The word prophesy there means it doesn't mean you have to hear God or see a vision or dream and see something strange. Decree it. Speak it. Commanded for life and death is in the power of a tongue, and they that love it shall eat the food thereof. Therefore, we have in the same spirit of faith, and it was written, I believe, and therefore do I speak. I also believe, and therefore I speak. If God spoke and the word was created, then this morning I come to create your family. Whatever you don't like in your house, you can create for it to disappear whatever you like you can create it create your family create your healing create your marriage create your peace create your deliverance come on speak it now his word create call so jesus came and became the reviewer <laughs> because what God was trying to show them was that I spoke my word in the beginning and everything came to existence and they still couldn't figure it out. So Jesus became the word revealed. Jesus said, God said, let me show you how to overcome situations by the word. So the word became flesh. Give me John 1. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Verse 2 said, the same was in the beginning with God. Verse 3 says, all things were made by this word and without him was not anything made that was made. God said, let me show you how I did it. I spoke the word. And so when you speak the word, you create what you don't see. Even when God wanted to uncreate what he saw, he spoke the word. Going created there was darkness said this darkness is what I want so the spirit of God moved and God spoke again and what God didn't want disappeared how do you allow what you don't want to hang around you because you are not speaking it I love verse 14 verse 14 says the word was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. We beheld his glory. In other words, the word became flesh. The word became a human being. It entered the womb of Mary. The word was born. And in birth, we saw glory. When the word became flesh, we beheld the glory of the word. In other words, from birth, to life, to death, the word revealed glory. And so from birth, even his birth was glorious. I might preach to a church right now. Even his birth had no contact with a human being. Because when the word of God shows up, there's glory everywhere. It 
blows the minds of people it confuses scientists and make divineness mad it diffuses all kinds of logic and all kinds of pharisee behavior it changes the world settings and the way we know things are done the word came and said as for me i will not be born by any man because even in my path you must see glory and so the word became flesh it entered the womb of a woman it entered the womb of a woman and even at birth the bible says there was glory for the angels said the holy ghost shall come upon you and the power of the highest shall overshadow you and that thing that shall be born shall be called the son of god who am i talking to today wherever the word of god shows up there's glory even at birth there was glory and the bible said the word walked the earth it created signs and wonders wherever the word of god go to eyes were open blind saw death here those who were dead came back to life the sick were healed he was tempted in all situations and he conquered all in other words wherever the word of god goes we see the glory we see what is unimaginable what's unthinkable i declare to that by the word of God it doesn't matter what you are going through there will be glory I see your situation will turn to glory and the Bible says the word did not end there by just walking in Galilee and walking on the sea but the word says I'm about to confront the greatest enemy of man which is death and the word says I give up my own life and I will take it so when the king was talking and said don't you know that I can let you go and i can kill he said no 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 unless it is given to you but from my father who is in heaven i laid down my own life and i take it back i can pull down this building and i can build it in three days don't even get it twisted you are not the one who's going to kill me i need to do this as an example to those who believe the word that from birth to death i do it my own way I do it my own style. I laid down my life and I take it back. He died. He laid in the grave for three days. And on the third day, the word rose up from death triumphant. He conquered death. When he entered hell, he said to Satan, Lift up your heads. All ye gates, be ye lifted. Ye everlasting tall. And the king of glory shall come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord strong, mighty in battle. He confronted Satan and took the keys of hell, the grave, and death from death, and said, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believe in me, yet though he were dead, yes, are you living again? Who am I talking to right now? So from death to life to death, the word has conquered. I come to declare today if you believe God's word and walk by it and live by it and move by it and behave by it and trust you conquer from birth to life to death I declare today you are an overcomer because your standard is not what who said or CNN said or BBC said your standard is God's word no matter what hey prophet prophet is Jesus no no okay 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 it's Jesus let me give one character, Joseph. So Joseph was born. Someone of five. Verse 19 says, 
If I start from verse 13, we say they went from one issue to another, from one kingdom to another. He said, No man to them, really, he proved kings for the six days. Tatum, Tatum anointed, do my prophet, no one moreover. He called a famine in the land, he break the wall of start break of bread. He sent a man before them, even Joseph, who was what? Sold for a servant, whose feet they had with feathers, who he laid in aisle. Verse 90, let's all read 90 together. Until the time his word came, the word of the Lord tried him. Don't get confused. Unto the time, his word, whose word? Joseph's word spoken to him by God. Everybody has got a word. And unto the time, his word, the prophetic word over Joseph came. The same word tried him. And so he was 11 born. Odd one out. 11 is an odd number. 12 children is an odd one out. Do you feel like you are odd? You are odd because the word of God is upon your life. The Bible said that the stone of the builder rejected just surely become the chief corner. So you don't fit in because you had a different stone. Odd one. But he had a dream. He had a prophetic word. He had the word of God. And the Bible said the word of God was so strong over his life because of the word of God. His own brothers hated him. You can be hated by the word. Because of what God has said about you, you can be hated by your own family. Even his father, Sampa, couldn't handle it. How you dealing with people who should know better, but they refuse to know better? It's because the word got over your life. The Bible says he went forward. The thing that was a joke among family, the thing that was normal jealousy, hatred among family, became something devilish. They sold him to the Midianite, the Midianite to the Ishmaelite, the Ishmaelite to the Egyptian. Jesus said, "What is happening to me? From pit to Potiphar's house, from Potiphar's house to prison. The word of God." Are you being tried by the word of God? Are you going through things and you think it's people? No, don't give credit to people. It's the word of God over your life. Don't let people hold you. Don't let people feel that they are in charge of your destiny. This one too is part of what God has said about you. It's the word of God. He didn't go into Potiphar's house because, because of his brothers. He was not in prison because of his brothers. He was not in the people because of his brothers. He was not even so because of his brothers. Because of the word was because of the dream. This whole thing that started this problem was a dream. Sometimes the word you carry is the reason why you're going through what you're going through. It's trying you. Because if Joseph left his father's house and suddenly became prince or a king, he would still be bitter. And so God said, until you fix yourself, I got to break you by the same word until you become right. So that when you are promoted and elevated, you don't begin to say, these people did me that, so I'm going to pay back. Because at that point, you are the place where the word of God has broken you and put you together. And so you can look at it and say, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they do. He has gone through that process for a long time. Because Joseph was saying, it's my siblings. Because it's not your siblings. He said, what will go over your life? Until you entered Mr. Potiphar's house. You know the story. He said it over and over. Joseph raped Madame Potiphar. We know that's not true. Even Potiphar knew it was not true. I know, you know, Potiphar also knew. It wasn't like I was hidden from Potiphar. Mr. Potiphar knew that Madame was the problem. Madame had a thingy with young guys. When he saw a young guy with muscles, he got into trouble. And it was a problem and a crisis in Mr. Potiphar's home. And so the Bible says that, how do I know? Why do you put a slave who has tried to rape your wife into a prison in your own house. In Egypt, they don't do that. In Mizrim, Mizrim, if you do that, you are killed. They do a killers. They were the superpower of all those days. Go and play with the leader, the king's wife. You are dead. 
The fact that Mr. Potiphar did not kill him and put him in a prison behind his house was to tell her, sir, Joseph, I know you didn't do it. I am the secretary of defense of this nation. And I know you didn't do it. Because if you did, I'll kill you. I'll shoot you. I know madame has a problem. But who am I to confront madame? Because if I confront madame, I won't eat. So he said, Joseph, humble yourself. Let me punish you. Keep quiet. Some of you are dealing with situations where people know better. But they close their eyes. They've turned their eyes. They've turned a blind eye to your story. It's part of what you're carrying. Joseph went to prison. And the same word of God that brought him to prison. Same word of God spoke in prison. Through the same dream. Gave a word. Was brought out of prison. Because Mr. Potiphar tried him. And knew facts. He knew the true story. But decided to turn a blind eye. And put him in prison. And God's word also came to try him. And found him not guilty. Next time. Mr. Potiphar is in his house. Watching TV with his wife. He has the news. Joseph is in office. Go and greet him. He's your boss. He picks his wife. And go and bow to Joseph. I'm sorry. For playing along. And missing it. Those who rejected you. By the time God's word is true with you. Will come from far and near. And say I'm sorry. God's word is true. Devils were excited. They were making fun. They were shouting and screaming. That Moses couldn't get to the promised land. Because God promised him. In eternity. Matthew 17. Matthew transgression. God said. Moses, it is time to stop the devil's party. He said, I couldn't take you there. Go step the promised land. In Matthew 17, Moses, part from eternity, comes into time. Step on the promised land to prove to Satan that even in eternity, God's word is still true. And I don't know who I'm talking to today. But it doesn't matter what has happened to you. God cannot lie. Everywhere is spoke about you. Even, even to the last day of your life performance. And 2020 is not different. Our God cannot lie. His word is true. God bless you. Amen. Lift your hands. Say, Father, I believe your word. I believe that you can't lie. The eternity of your word is true. Do that which only you can do in all of my life and prosper me. Let your word spoken over my life come to pass. I hold on to this statement, this truth, that God cannot lie. And I decree it, enforce it, and I command it. It's my portion in Jesus' name. Shout your loudest Amen. Thank you for listening. Connect with Gideon Dancer on any social media platform at Gideon Dancer underscore on Instagram, on Facebook, Gideon Dancer, and on YouTube, it's Empowerment Worship Centre. You can join us in person for any of our Sunday family services, 7am, 9am, 11am, and 6pm. We promise you a worship-filled atmosphere that will bless you and your family.